0: Intelligent, insightful, smart. These are words other podcasts use to describe themselves, not us. This is Fairly Harmless, where missing the point is only the beginning. With musical accompaniment provided by the Boston Horns. East Coast Funk. Please enjoy Andrew and James. Welcome to Fairly Harmless. I am Andrew, and that is
1: James. Oh, shit. There's a famous catcher for the Yankees, Yogi Berra. Yes. Who would always mix his metaphors up.
2: I get Yogi Berra and Tommy Lasorda mixed up but that. Is that a problem for me, you think?
1: Well, they're two different people who played for and/or coached different teams.
2: Tommy Lasorda was big for me in the uh, growing up because he uh, spelled relief with roll aids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did he eat the spicy meatball?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Is that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is he still alive? alive no
1: no poor tommy he's dead not too long ago but a few years ago
2: he he lived a long life tommy lasorda
1: yeah see he died 2021 so 92 years yeah
2: that's a good that's a good long life 93 it says here on the wikipedia ah
1: yeah see he managed the dodgers from 76 to 96 Wow. That's a long time to be That's a manager. That's a long
2: time to be manager. So let's put up with a lot of umps. I was watching a game the other night. It was the highlights. It was, um, can't remember who was playing, so that really doesn't help. The, the ump was like, to the coach, he's like, you're out of here. And he just did the big, they did the big wave and then threw him out. And, That's um, awesome. I was uh, talking to our good friend, uh, Special Ed, today, yeah. and I was asking him, you know, Baseball makes this huge production out of throwing coaches out of games with the umps. They, right. they really make this big showy production of it. And yet with football, you almost never see it. And you see coaches in football get pissed off like you wouldn't believe. And yet yeah. yet you never see them get thrown out of games. Even if they do get thrown out, it's a very hush-hush thing. Like, it's almost like the NFL doesn't want to show them getting thrown out. Yet when it happens in baseball... It's like this big like, oh, get all the cameras on it right now so we can watch the coach get thrown out of the game. Well, I mean, it is
1: a whole production. I've seen I've seen managers walk up to umps yell in their faces kick dirt on them they kick do the dirt on
2: kick them. kick the dirt on their shoes
1: and then get thrown out and and but then you're touch like touch them you can't, right, touch, you can't them. touch them if you get touch them then you're gonna get fined
2: that's right They're like but see no there's like no sex in the champagne room can't be touching no touchy that's
1: right that's right well there could be sick not between two people some <laughs> self-love so, some self-love
2: oh, so a uh, master of your own domain is that really considered sex though
1: i don't know yeah, I, I'm. You know what? I refuse to answer that question on the grounds that it may uh,
2: incriminate me.
1: incriminate some people. <laughs> no,
2: Tony La Russa. That's who I'm thinking of. Ah. Not Tommy Lasorda. Tony La Russa.
1: You know, you get them. Name.
2: I get them confused because they have similar names. But he's younger right now. He's only seventy-eight.
1: Right. I'm trying to think. When I think of Tony La Russa, I think he guided his teams to three World Series titles. That's amazing. He's got twenty nine hundred wins. Wow! See, so he managed the White Sox, the Athletics, the Cardinals. That's what I remembered it from was the Cardinals and the White Sox again.
2: Tony La Russa, he just retired, I guess.
1: Apparently, wow! Inducted into the Hall of Fame with a one hundred percent. That's unusual. I think that's unusual. No, or maybe I am thinking of first ballot inductees.
2: That seems like it's that, that doesn't happen much.
1: I don't think so. Not to be negative, but I must say I'm happy that uh, the cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters, uh, Mark McGuire,
2: yes, Mark McGuire, and uh Sammy Sosa? Sammy
1: Sosa have not yet made it in, and yeah. I hope they don't.
2: Aaron Judge, he broke uh, he broke what's his name's record? Yeah, he broke Roger Maris's record. He last year hit 62 home runs in the regular season, which was the AL home record. Ah, uh, But those were those were non juiced, as far as we know, because he hasn't come out and said, Oh yeah, he hasn't hasn't been ten years, and come out and say, Oh yeah, we were juicing the whole time.
1: Prior to him, the National League total is higher. It is. Not including McGuire or Sosa. Okay. I think.
2: I don't know who it was. I always know it was only those two. Barry Bonds. Right. He He was able to hit a bunch.
1: I like this. Major League Baseball records. Most home runs. Barry Bonds at 73, which he did in 2001. Wow. Most hits. Ichiro Suzuki. 262. That is a fuck ton. I guess we've never really discussed it, but are you a baseball fan, James? Yeah. Good, good,
2: good. There's only one sport, major sport, I despise watching, and that's professional basketball.
1: Ah, it's probably me. But it seems like so many of the players are showboat jackasses now.
2: Oh, in basketball? In basketball. Yeah, that's, that's the reason I don't watch it. Because, I mean, they need to change the rules for professional basketball. It's just, there's no defense. It's all showboating. I mean, they can, they can hit shots from half court. No problem. I mean, it's crazy. They need, there's some people that I talk to on a regular basis that think that it'd be good if they extended the three point line. And if they made the court bigger, basically just made it harder. If you Mm -hmm. look at sports like um, golf, when Tiger Woods came along, the masters, in Georgia, they did, they did this whole thing where they called it tiger proofing. The course, they changed the whole landscape of the course, which made it harder for not only tiger woods, but everybody else. So, Hmm. um, their little, their little attempt to make it harder for tiger woods did in fact make it harder for tiger woods, but it also coincidentally made it harder for everyone else, which allowed him to continue to win for years and years. I mean not notwithstanding Tiger Woods great golf. I mean one right. of the best but it also made the younger generation have to play harder. And it made right. golfers better over time. You look at something like basketball and I love college basketball. Huge fan. Love love NC State. They're quite the underdogs I like watching college basketball because it shows real talent and it shows teamwork and it shows a team that really, when they're cohesive and they work together, they win games. You, you look at professional right. basketball and it's like, you get a couple of big name guys and it's just, it's just them. It's very, it's almost like golf. It's like golf team not, sport.
1: I've not watched pro basketball since.
2: I think I I don't Probably think I've Michael really watched Jordan. it since Michael
1: Jordan, Michael Jordan was Jordan on the era. Bulls. Yeah. And I gave up then because I mean he was just so dominant.
2: Oh, so dominant.
1: And there was no, you know, cuz I mean that those teams were just so good. I mean him and Scottie
2: Pippen, I mean,
1: right, Pippen would have been an all-star and he was. He was yeah. an all-star, but he would have been the main franchise guy on any other team and would have won plenty of rings instead. It was him and Jordan and
2: Who else was on that team?
1: I mean later on it was what, Tony Kukoke?
2: I'm trying to there was somebody else that was there with Pippen and Jordan. I'm trying to remember who it was. Well, there was an
1: idiot, Rodman. There was remember. Rodman, that's right. I never liked him since ever since he had played with uh the
2: Kim Jong il?
1: Kim Jong il <laughs> and the Pistons. He just seemed like an idiot.
2: I have comedians that I've always loved. You know, like uh Chris Rock is one of my absolute favorite comedians of all time. Dave Chappelle. The Chappelle show alone was mind-blowing for its time. show
1: was great. Some of the stuff he's done.
2: Since I'm not a huge fan of, but, I mean, people change. That's fine. Do you remember uh, Chris Rock's special that he did when Barack Obama was running for president? Some of the funniest stuff, man. He did, like, he did these cuts... He did it like because normally like he had bigger and blacker, which was shot just on one stage. But the one that he did when Barack Obama was running for president was like it was like he filmed it in four locations and they chopped it all together. It was Chris interesting. Rock. It was the it was a it was the Chris Rock special from that time period. Mm. And I mean, the jokes were funny. You know, they were on point, but it didn't flow as well for me because it was all these different events trying right. they tried to tie it together and it was an interesting idea I just don't think it flowed very well Chris Rock for the time that he was around um in the stand-up comedian stuff that he did was so so perfect for the time period you know and Chappelle show when he did the Chappelle show there's things that he did on that show you couldn't get away with it all these days you know and there's some things I can't mention but you know they were hilarious. What you and
1: talking about? I'm know, talking about a couple of things I can't people. mention.
2: All right, as a as a white guy on a podcast, <laughs> okay. So, but the the like I and don't get me wrong, like I have no concept of what it's like to be somebody other than a fat white American male. Okay, right. But right. I saw a lot of, or I, at least I could I could see some perspective on that and see how funny it was. And I'm sure on some levels, it cut other people very deeply, you know, but uh, having just being even willing to have some perspective on what he was talking about, right, really, really made me laugh, you know, from like a genuine laugh for a political statement that it was sure, you know, a socio economic political statement. I don't know what the hell all that was about, but I enjoyed it.
1: Well, it sounded good. (laughs) Oh man. Those monkeys are going to pay.
2: <laughs> okay, Professor Frank.
1: <clears throat> That's my favorite character from The Simpsons. Uh, yes. Professor Frank.
2: <laughs> and as you know, my favorite character is Homer, so I, I go know, for the I
1: just, go for the big
2: guy. Yeah. Or or Dr. Nick. I'm a huge Dr. Nick it's fan. Dr. Nick. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> hey, Dr. Nick. <laughs> If you're not clear about something, rub it against a piece of paper. If the paper turns clear, it's your window to wait game.
1: <laughs> Dr. Nick Riviera.
2: Dr. Nick Riviera. Yeah. That's right. Now, I just want to touch on something. We touched on this on the last, on the lost, failed, failed, the on law. the lost, failed, fairly harmless podcast. Um, but I wanted to get back into it because I thought it was very funny, which was failed dating app names. Because, you know, we... The ones that are very successful these days, Tinder, which I guess on certain levels, I understand how they came right. up with that name. Grinder, which makes sense when you think T- about Tinder it.
1: Tinder is you've got to start a fire, right?
2: Right. You start a fire. Got and, it. Got it. Romance. You know, romance, fire, you know, kindling, the whole starting a relationship.
1: Kindling. kindling. Very yeah.
2: nice. But then they have the two that are less plenty, accurate.
1: Plenty of fish.
2: Well that was a website, Plenty of Fish. Oh, was it? Yeah. They, I don't think they I, I don't know if they ever came out with a dating app, Plenty of Fish, but there was a website which it was a lot like and I think it still exists, but it it's a lot like the Craigslist of um dating apps you didn't have to pay to be on there. You ah. could just be like, you know, a uh, single male in Raleigh looking for a good time. Like you didn't have to pay anything.
1: How many of these people were
2: monsters.
1: Uh, I was going to say professional sex workers I have no idea or semi-professional
2: or just getting into the game who knows true you last week see because this all this all stems from my dating app idea, which was shelf
1: shelf Great which is name.
2: because you know fat you people trademark that. No, and I probably should before we put this You're out really, on the internet. You really um, should. Because it's a great idea. Or but at
1: least reserve. What is it you did with the, with the
2: domain names?
1: Domain names.
2: At yeah, least, I could buy the domain name. Unfortunately, the- shelf.com is already taken. So we'd have oh, to get sure. something like shelf.app or something nobody would ever use. Uh, shelf.net, you know, shelf.org. But shelf.gov? Shelf.gov. It could be a government thing. Uh, get the IRS involved, you know. <laughs> it's, it's because fat people like your like yourself right. and myself have a have a well maybe not. I mean thin people if may not thin, know. Thin
1: people are not know what's, you're right. We gotta explain. You, can, it to you can
2: place food, beverages on your gut and hold them up. So um, you
1: could even place your phone there to take to, a to, selfie.
2: You could do a selfie. You could even use your shelf while you're browsing shelf. You right. know, it could be very meta if you wanted it. It's very
1: be. meta. Very meta. Indeed.
2: Now, and what was interesting is we were talking about the current apps that exist, like Bumble, which is a, an app, according to a friend of mine who uses this app that is predominantly, it's it's based, the women go on there, and then the men can't really pick out the women. It's It's all reversed. The women pick out the men. And then... Wow. That's how Bumble works. And then the new one, which isn't that new right now but was new a couple of years ago was hinge. And um
1: Really. This is not this made is up. It's a
2: real actual thing.
1: What is the hinge reference to?
2: I have no idea.
1: You're opening the door to love.
2: But then you had the great idea.
1: Could be a trap door.
2: The trap door. <laughs> the, the trap door. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the garage door. The garage door. If, uh, there could be monsters in there. You want <laughs> to be careful. That's right. The back door. <laughs> the back door. But you mentioned during the last episode of Fairly Harmless that a great name would be Wrench. <laughs> and I thought that would be hilarious. I couldn't I couldn't think of, you know, like toolbox, you know. Sure, sure. Um, and then you also had a great idea for one to be called doormat. Which would just be like you'd let anybody walk all over you. You just right. listen. It, it'd be like plenty of fish, but somehow even worse.
1: Abuse. Well,
2: not abusive, but oh, you know, kind of like.
1: Wait, is it plenty of fish for sadomasochists?
2: I don't know. I mean, they probably. I mean, on plenty of fish, you can do pretty much anything. You know, it's like the it's like the back page. You just you just have you don't have to pay for it. It's just like the. It's like the classifieds are people looking to hook up. So, so how did they monitor it? I have no idea.
1: Well, yeah, I'm less interested in that. But how does one monetize?
2: It's got to be advertising. It's got to be advertising. But huh. I I thought that would be. I liked your idea of wrench. I started to think of other things around the other household items, like <laughs> turkey basters and. uh <laughs> meat ma- meat mallets you know
1: <laughs> i mean mallet that sounds Colander. like another one
2: <laughs> <laughs> Colander would be a great one or uh, sieve, <laughs> you
1: know <laughs> again we're getting into sadomasochist i don't you
2: seem to be right on that kick tonight i, I don't, don't know i find going on that
1: now. appealing at all i don't know i've never been beaten during sex or have beaten anyone but it's not appealing to me
2: yeah, I don't... Um, Although
1: I know it's a thing with some people, hence the...
2: Hence the existence of this thing. Right. Right. I mean, that's that's the whole thing, right? If there's not a name for it, then it hasn't been done yet, right? So... Right. And then that's when you really start to look at people like, oh, geez.
1: So we need to come... So I, I like this idea more and more. You're thinking of making up uh, uh, ideas, names for... Dating apps slash sex apps.
2: Yeah, I think so. Apps. I mean, literally, like boosh. I'm looking at
1: whoosh, Boosh.
2: Boosh. but that's just a noise. Well, yes, I kind of like the idea of taking like uh, household items and making them into dating apps, you know, like tuning fork. Or like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tuning fork. So, honey, I got
1: the tuning fork again.
2: Oh I want to, I oh found this God. chick on tuning fork tonight. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little deaf, but she's great.
1: She's tone
2: deaf, but great. man, is she great.
1: So tuning fork. you am trying like to think of these. other
2: household items. I, I'm looking around your household and I'm not seeing anything that's really unique. Um, uh jumping out at me here. Well there's
1: my uh I can't remember what the hell you call Can it. Can opener.
2: That'd be, that'd be another one.
1: My uh I'm looking at my thermometer there. I forget what kind of thermometer it is.
2: That is a that is a great thermometer. Um, but it has it's very classy. For the for the people that can't see the thing that you and I are looking at, it's one of those glass-filled uh, it's not glass filled.
1: It's made of the glass
2: with the uh, little metallic numbers, and it floats and yeah, different weights Comb due to of, uh, the temperature. I think it has a name. I'm sure it does. I can't
1: remember what the hell the name is. I want to say it's a German name, hmm. but it could be absolutely farweg nukin wrong.
2: Yes. I don't know what to tell you about any of that.
1: We're no longer trying to be funny.
2: Trying to be funny. We've dropped the shtick of trying to be funny. Okay, with just... Talking. Talking. Yep. And if it never goes anywhere, then who gives a shit? At least we had fun. I I was thinking about the National Museum of Barbecue.
1: Ooh. We should... I uh, feel like
2: that might be in Texas.
1: My brother-in-law, who is an aficionado of barbecue...
2: I am also an aficionado. Well... But he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. He does. I just like to eat it.
1: I like to eat it, too. But he actively searches out joints. I I I I'm a joint searcher. So here is here is an idea I have. If we find people who will give us money, I love North Carolina barbecue as much as the next person. Maybe not as much. I like it. But you know what? You can't get any other Fucking kind of barbecue in this fucking town, and I used to live in the Midwest. And you know what? You like are, that tomato paste. You know what? It's fine. It, a variety is the spice of life.
2: It is, but here in North Carolina, your variety had better include vinegar and no other types. Exactly. So
1: if we had a uh, like Texas barbecue joint where they just smoke, that shit is delicious. And yes, the tomato-based stuff, or tomato-based with, uh, like, spice in it, or hot. That is absolutely fucking delicious.
2: Have you had uh, the the place from out in Nightdale? That was one of the ones that... Uh, that, that place uh, is
1: banging. That uh, Tom told me about. Longleaf Swine. Yes. I haven't one? had
2: that theirs yet.
1: And Prime Barbecue, Prime
2: Barbecue—that's the one, and yeah. In Dale, also known as Nightdale.
1: Nightdale, Longleaf Swine is
2: in Raleigh. It's in downtown Raleigh.
1: It is, yeah. Prime Barbecue in Nightdale. So yeah, Tom was telling me there's no point in going there at four. They've sold out of all the meat.
2: Yeah, you know how you do it.
1: See, so you got to go there at like nine a.m. in the morning.
2: We did it to for, get ribs. We something. did it for my wife's birthday. We had Prime Barbecue come to the house.
1: Is that where that was? Yeah. So I have it. That was fucking delicious.
2: Yeah. So that's how you do it. You set up, you set up a little event. maybe, maybe if we ever get sponsorship, we could give a little feedback to our listeners down yeah, look- the road and have a little party. So yeah, Prime Barbecue, awesome. Haven't had long leaf swine. We were supposed to have long leaf swine, but their equipment failed. The week before uh, their refrigeration equipment failed, so they couldn't do it. So they, they actually suggested a oh, really uh, no prime shit. barbecue. I remember yeah. you
1: telling us this story, and I was amazed.
2: Yeah. So another company said, Listen, we can't do it, but here's a guy that can. And we went with prime barbecue, which in my book makes them look good too. So wow.
1: So we got to definitely try Longleaf. We got to try though.
2: we got to try the long leaf swine. We got to do it.
1: So we don't even need to go. We just need to fucking call up and order a family pack or what have you.
2: Yeah, and but I thought it was I mean, I don't know if you listeners out there ever if you're in the Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, and Nightdale area. If you're in the triangle and you need some barbecue, Prime Barbecue is amazing. They come to your house if you have a little setup it they, they was extremely professional.
1: They bring food.
2: They bring the they bring the, the metal things and the warmers and the the, the, the whole deal.
1: They bring the the, the chafing dishes and the yep. yeah, the, the And the the way sterno. they presented the
2: barbecue was also very well done. It was mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. very well done, extremely professional. And uh I would definitely recommend them. Not a sponsor.
1: Folks, it's a fantasy of mine that whenever James dies.
2: I'm the one holding the pillow. I hope
1: I'm involved. I don't want him to die. But I'm going to help.
2: But I want to help. When it's when it's time. You know, if I ever end up dead, and it's strangely mysterious, I hope the police listen to this podcast. <laughs>
1: alibi, absolutely I have an alibi. Alibi. <laughs>
0: Once again, this has been fairly harmless, missing the point on, wait, what's the point? Our musical accompaniment provided by the Boston Horns, East Coast Funk. Their music is available for streaming and purchase on most media platforms. For Fairly Harmless, this has been your announcer, Fast Eddie. See you soon.